Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a new episode of Flesh Wound Farce, where we review and discuss your and our favorite comedy films. This is the world's first and only combination trivia host and professional wrestling announcer of Chilean descent that currently resides in Southern California, Ozzy V. And with me as always on this program, first in the Northern California Bay Area, world famous juggler Greg Larson. How you doing, Greg? Uh, it's oh, been yeah. a week, uh, <laughs> but uh, all around, all around good. Uh, you know, we almost watched the Munsters again today, so I don't know. I don't know if that <laughs> says it was a good or bad day. <laughs> so, how are you doing, Ozzy? When you say the we's and the we's and the you and the wife, that we, yeah, not not me yes. saying, "Hey, let's watch," because I would never. Uh, also, with right. flesh wound producer Todd. Not everything's about you, Ozzy. That's true. However, at the same time, when I've introduced me as the host to the listener, be it on Spotify or the watcher, be it on YouTube, when Greg says we, after me me sending it to him, they may think, did Ozzy suggest to watch the monsters again? And but by your reaction, that is not the point. But by your yes. reaction, he was obviously not talking about you. Hmm. Touche. However, I did Comments, mention that we do have know. audio. Can you let me talk? I do want to say that we do have audio listeners that don't visually see my expression. So I'm trying to cater to our entire audience, not just those specific here on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Fletchman Features. Todd. Good I'm job. trying to I'm trying to address our entire audience. Excellent. I'm looking at the big picture. You, you, you did good. establish you're in Southern California and I'm in the Bay Area, so I need. I, hey, people are driving sometimes, sometimes when gotta, they listen to podcasts. All right, just gotta say you're right, Ozzy, and move along. Sometimes you're yeah, right, because right, sometimes Ozzie it's and the move truth. Along sometimes. <laughs> One thing now before, now, <laughs> this gold is given every time I laugh, I feel like I sound like Muttley. So <laughs> it's been it's been way too much fun because additional laughing. <laughs> <laughs> okay all right, all right. Well, that's a variation of nitrous oxide if i ever heard one now this week's episode we are reviewing and discussing burying the x released on september 4th 2014 but before we get in there i just need to tell a quick story uh regarding uh a couple of incidents minor events if you will beginning last thursday see i'm getting ready for trivia having at the honey pot meadery right every thursday 7 30 in anaheim california anyway i'm selecting a playlist based on what the answers are i'm picking songs out all of a sudden i hear the gate next to my bedroom open up right and then i go out to the front door and i see a lady that's like kind of running away my roommate caught a homeless lady in our garage going through our boxes, told him I was just looking for a place to pee, a place to pee. Why are all these boxes open? Stay right there. I'm calling the cops. She gets out through the door, and that's who I saw escape through the whatever the alley. And they ended up catching her. My roommate identified her. That's that. Less than 24 hours after that incident, less than 12 hours. 
after that incident. I, I have a delivery and I'm it just six large boxes and it's a smaller hand truck dolly kind of thing. So I got to hold it up and I'm stretching my back and it's really a pain and in, in the ass. And I see this homeless lady that's sitting out in front of the building that I need to make to this delivery to. It's like an office building and there's one door and she's sitting out front. It looks like she's getting something out of her shoe. Excuse me. I'm terribly sorry. I just got to get through. Well, you're going to have to wait. Oh, okay. Well, uh, do you know how long you're going to be? Like five, ten minutes? I'm done when I'm done. Okay. She wants to get in a shouting match with me. This is going to be awesome. <laughs> so this is in downtown Santa. I literally turn around to the main. The street is literally called Main Street. I turn around to Main Street and I yell, Hey, everybody, roll down your windows. This is going to get good. <laughs> that lady did not expect that voice because as soon as that happened, she started getting up. She's like, you know, this is this is just messed up because the cops are controlling traffic. What are you talking about? <laughs> you know, you know, I'm a cop. What are you talking about? You just said cops are controlling traffic. Let me see your badge. You're a cop. And at this point, she's walking away. And so you think I give a shit? I was like, no, I know you don't give a shit, right? And then at this point, she says, suck my dick. <laughs> and she pulls down her pants. And I was wrong. It was a dude. So <laughs> I, I needed to share that story because it's a story we're sharing. So back to burying the ex. Release on September home- 4th. Excuse me. And I was going to say, and this homeless man turned out to be dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if only. Uh, so this burying the eggs again, back to this film. Released on September 4th, September 14th of 2014, rather. Rated R with a runtime of 89 minutes. Directed by one of my favorite directors, Joe Dante. Screenplay by Alan Treza. Starring Anton Yelchin, Ashley Green. And Alexandria, Alexandra, pardon, Daddario. Todd, do you have a trailer available? Yes, sir. Hey, it's uh, it's me. Oh, hey, baby. What's up? I have a surprise for you. I know what it is. You do? You got a puppy! Well, I can build the curb is the easiest part of a relationship. Text dumper. It's quick, easy, and depending on your wireless plan, it could even be free. I can't text dumper. You don't have unlimited texting? <laughs> Come on, you were gonna break up with her anyways, remember? I refuse to let you rot away in the shrine to your ex. Hi, Olivia. Next. So moving on. Cheers. Cheers. Son of a... You died! I saw you die! Oh, I know. Deaky, right? <laughs> Your girlfriend is so gone. She's back, she's dead, and she thinks we're still dating. <laughs> I love you. That's really great. Cut the crap, Max. I know exactly what's going on. I really don't think you do. I dug myself out of a grave 
for you. Ow, F. You're drawing blood. That girl is not Evelyn anymore. She's zombie Evelyn. She's Zevelyn. And then we have quick person. Please, Evelyn, you just rose from the dead. You deserve more than a quickie. There's no good way to She's not a vampire. Bullet to the brain? It works in all those zombie movies. Bear with me, but my girlfriend came back from the dead. I know she's going to eat me. <laughs> what the hell is going on, Max? This is Evelyn, my dead ex-girlfriend trailer for burying the ex absolutely fantastic what is funny about the film is or that trailer rather is you see a it it falls victim of that you basically see the whole point or all the plot points of the movie in the trailer however i can say in all honesty the fun, all the funny parts are not in the trailer. There are some funny things that you have to actually watch the movie for because some are not appropriate for all audiences. Uh, initial thoughts on this. I never heard of this movie, but I I was a huge fan of Anton Yelchin after Terminator Salvation. I thought he was a fantastic Kyle Reese. Unfortunately, he passed away on June 19th of 2016. But uh, it was good to see him in a, in a role like this after seeing him in a role like Salvation where he was, you know, the, the young future leader of the resistance. Whereas here, as we just saw in the trailer, uh, really fun. There's all, always an element of, of just entertainment to these Joe Dante movies. I mean, not necessarily that they're like, it's, I almost think of like, like a, how comic book movies started to overtake the, the comedy out of theaters. Like you would have, a movie like Iron Man or the, a lot of these Marvel movies that would combine action and humor that mm. that served that's purpose at the blockbuster. So you started to see fewer blockbuster comedies, right? Dante's kind of that kind of director where he can just take a story and just get all the funny out of it. And this, this movie was way better than it should have been. It seemed like it had it such like a basic script, but they added so it would, Everybody had fantastic roles, which, by the way, I did forget to mention Oliver Cooper, who plays Anton's half-brother. Uh, Greg, initial thoughts? Yeah, uh, I agree with you. This is one of those ones I hadn't heard of. Um, and so going into it, it was a, a blank slate, just excited for something new. And it delivered. Um, you're 100% right in the fact that it's it's a trailer that shows the story, but there's so much more to this film. Like the journey itself is fun. The comedy is great. Um, I really had a lot of fun with this. So this was like one of the biggest uh, pleasant surprises of, of the year for me. Um, and I'm, I'm probably going to have this in, in a yearly rotation for Halloween. Absolutely. Todd, well, this, this makes me so happy because I was worried while watching. I was like, is this funny enough? Or are they going to, because I mean, I love uh, full discretion. I love this movie. I'll watch anything with the Daddario, but I mean, this is the movie that made me want to watch anything she was in. This and Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3D were like the same time, but, sure. um, but yeah, I mean, Dante's in, or it's, you know, it's a Joe Dante film and it feels like one. It, it It's just a fun film. Yeah, he, his movie, I mean, when we, way back when, when we did the review for Gremlins, 
I don't think that was a farce episode. I think that was a, or I can't recall. It was so long ago. The original Gremlins, we had a discussion about it. Uh, but we talked about how it doesn't really separate itself as a straight up horror movie or a straight up comedy. It's just a hybrid, right? And this is, again, one of those movies. And it's almost like I would want to see Dante direct an MCU movie just to see how that would go. I think that would be a lot of fun. Uh, but going into some of these favorite moments, I have a huge, I have a list to pick from. Uh, so I'm going to seed this first pick. Todd, you can go ahead because I was actually watching a previous episode, Death Becomes Her, where we're going over our favorite moments. And I took yours and you didn't have any other. That was like <laughs> your one. And well, then Beetlejuice, know, I took your moment again last week. So, uh, you know what? I'm going to tell you this is one I, I have I have them to spare, but I know no one's going to have this one. This is a line I caught. I don't know how I missed it before, but I just it made me laugh when uh, when she says, "Oh, will somebody please have sex with me?" Then in the background, you just <laughs> right here, baby. <laughs> I just lost. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, of course that's the answer. <laughs> oh, I man. Have, I do have another little thing to talk about a little bit, but it's less movie related. So we'll come back to me after this. Okay. All right. Greg? Um, just in case, you know, people want to go see this, uh, I, I don't want to set up the scene. I don't want to say too much. All I'm going to say is formaldehyde <laughs> and that's all i <laughs> lost it <laughs> holy toledo uh yeah there were multiple drug references not not just to um weed but the, what makes a drug reference like it the cliched drug joke is like oh Okay, you know, uh, guys on drugs. But when <laughs> it was, did you take those acid tablets I left in your fridge? No, I didn't take. <laughs> hey, it's totally cool. You'll be fine in eight to 12 hours. <laughs> so it's beyond the, oh, you're on drugs. And it's, hey, it's all right. Just do this. You'll be fine. That right. made, it was like an, a different way to, to see a drug joke. But the fact that there's a reference like, oh. It's just a flashback to when I shroomed out on Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Like just <laughs> <laughs> and and more than that, but again, just so many fun moments that happened of it didn't really just go out to tell just like a funny story. It's just telling a story that enhances all these humorous moments that happen in natural life, as I just explained with my interaction. With two homeless individuals. So there you go. Now, Todd, you mentioned that there was something else not exactly movie related that you were going to bring up. Yes, because I'm not going to go on about the Daddario, but I am going to bring a fruit root. Oh, there you go. <laughs> now, there you go. Okay. I don't know where I'm going to do go with this one, but I'm just going to throw this trivia fact out. Can I pause fruit this root? real quick? Okay. Well, I mean, just because well, this yes, wasn't a course. movie that not well, somebody who's unaware of and never heard of this movie when you say fruit root they're like wait okay back up for a second I was it is a reference to the film as one of the characters does own an ice cream shop has several themed ice creams one of the being fruit brute 
which was a cereal that Todd, for the audio listeners, is holding in his hands. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something that's kind of funny. Well, real quick, you know what the this is currently uh, cherry flavored. Yeah, okay. it originally was lime flavored, hmm. and it was also spelled fruit f r u i t e. But then when they had to change the formula and stuff, they're like, I don't know if we could put fruit, so they changed the spelling. So now it's not f r u i t, but they spelled it the fruit way on the the movie. And oh, I see. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I can keep going on fruit brute, but yeah. So I mean that, and now all I want is fruit brute ice cream. So I've decided I'm going to make myself a fruit brute milkshake because that's as close as I can get. So there you go, good man. There, there we you go. go. I now just I to talk about fruit. Brute. No, I got you. There was one one scene in the movie. This isn't really spoil anything, but it was the first time I've seen this. In a movie or TV show, Todd, correct me or Greg, if you've seen this and anything else, please let me know. But the way they were, there was a door scene, right? So you had the door. You had one person talking on one side of the door, the other person talking on the other side of the door. They were facing each other, but it was the thick black line, right, right. to represent the door. I can't I've... remember seeing that. I mean, maybe I have, but in this way where it was as though they were talking to each other. That was yeah. the best part. So it was quick. Not something I'd seen that at least makes me remember anything. Right. Todd, I don't know. Yeah, I know I've seen it before, but I can't place it. I want to say even it might even be a Hitchcock thing. Uh, okay. Chat, chime in. I want to say well, like Friends might have done it too. It's very sitcom like Yeah, I said yeah. comedy though, you know. Oh, it was one other line that got this time. I totally didn't bring it up earlier. There was one other line, and and I'll just go with the the what's my what what's that smell line at the end? And he's just like, (laughs) yeah, Yeah. Uh, that that got me. I do have one thing I noticed that I never noticed before, though. Another thing, what's that? uh, And that's a slight criticism. I don't feel there's any way his ex could have been buried at Hollywood Forever Cemetery. They weren't balling like that. Okay. <laughs> well, you don't know her family. Oh, no, 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 hold on. You don't know her me, family. No, wait, 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 wait. Just let me, let me, let me just let me, just, let me just get this straight here. Uh, <clears throat> we just saw a trailer of uh, of a guy trying to break up with his girlfriend, and she gets hit by a bus, and. <laughs> I mean, we see in the trailer she like raises her arm from the grave, and she just gets out you know she's walking around like a zombie but in your mind you're like there is no way she would be buried there <laughs> that that was the thing that did it oh, it wasn't the person that came back from the dead and it's a zombie that made your brain be like i don't i, I don't know about this movie because the criticism i mean well, would she really be buried there it's a very specific la criticism too like Looks. anywhere else isn't gonna catch it Supernatural, you never know if it can happen. But let me tell you, when people want their money, especially in L.A., they're going to get their money. (laughs) Now, uh, however, at the same time, not really essential to the plot. She could have been buried wherever. And oh no, no, I just thought it was like, it's it's it never dawned on me before, but I was a little enhanced, so little details were popping out a little more. I was like, 
No way. That's true. It actually, so. when when they went back and he made that joke of like, oh, I can name, I can think of one person who's buried here. You know, oh, I was like, yeah, wait, I mean, sure, is but is he actually like... buried here? How? <laughs> so I actually, I was right there with you on that one. Now it is kind of funny for me that like when she comes back, she's actually not nearly half as bad as she was when she was alive. Like if you like <laughs> follow her, she seems pretty cool. She ends up wanting to party and like, you know, didn't seem as controlling, uh, except for in a few, you know, killy parts. So <laughs> the the I will say that was the honeymoon period. Yeah, and then the honeymoon period wore off, and then it, and then 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 the the control returned. Uh, going into the ratings, I'm I'm gonna say this right now because I'm, I'm sure somebody might be accusatory of this. I am full bias for Joe Dante movies, so when I say I'm giving this a five, you might be like, "Well, he loves all Joe Dante movies. Of course, you just give it a five. I didn't automatically give it give it a five. I, as we've mentioned before, the fu- whatever we give our rating system, how much fun we had with the movie. I had a level of five out of five amount of fun with this movie. Greg? Yeah, um, I'm right there with you. Um, Muttley made several appearances uh, through <laughs> the watching of this movie, so I, I have to give it a five as well. <laughs> well... Anyone who knows me knows, again, love Joe Dante, love the Daddario, and I love Fruit Brute. How does this not get a five from me? There you go. Fives all around for Burying the X. Now, is this available streaming anywhere or it's only available, available or just to rent? It's available to rent and purchase on digital. You can still pick up the DVD. Um, the Blu-ray, however, was a Best Buy exclusive. So you, it's which you can't get for Best Buy anymore because they don't sell physical media, but you can still find it pop up. Um, there's one on Amazon, but it's thirty bucks, and yeah, it's any, just. Are there any it. features on that? Unfortunately, no. There's there's not. Not even Maybe. a trailer. Um, I you know there might be, but it's not listed. There's no commentary, anything like that. It was an RL and what is it? RLJ, one of their movies. They're not always big on extras. I'm hoping one day someone uh, one of the did you boutique say RLJ? Labels. Yeah. Wait, is it RLJ? RLJ. Yeah, RLJ Entertainment. I'm I'm sixty six percent upset. Why am I sixty six percent upset? RLJ, RL. Oh. LJN, that's why. <laughs> I apologize, anybody not familiar with the company LJN, maker of toys and video games. Uh, but now you're the best wrestling toys figures ever made. Terrible, <laughs> terrible video games. Terrible, terrible video. Like I am. Mm, mm. I want to bury the X video game where you fight the bats the whole time. Ninety-nine <laughs> percent. LJN would find a way to mess that up. No, they put bats in everything. There's like bats in Back of the Future. There is. <laughs> I was literally th- when you. Oh my god! Oh god! Half of the Friday the third. Half of the Friday Thirteenth game. You're you're running from bats. I'm like, yeah, there's bats in Friday. Yeah, Jason wasn't getting you. The okay, bats were at the same time. But here's the thing: there's bats in the woods. Like, like there's not one bat in the. Fr- okay. In the Nightmare on Elm Street game, they're running from bats. That I, I that I don't, you know, whatever. Camp Crystal Lake. If I see a bat there, it's like okay, 
you know, I, I buy it, whatever. But uh, seeing a, what was it? Like a, it was literally like a bouncing eyeball in the back to the future part two and three <laughs> NES game. No idea what was going on. Uh, oh, geez. I know we often argue which is worse. 66% <laughs> upset because it was an RJN release, I believe, of the Blu-ray. R- what was RJ? RLJ. Oh, my gosh. I'm upset. So, okay, we got the fives. It's only available to digital. Man, okay, sorry. I apologize. We'll be back next week with a new episode where we're actually going to go back in time quite a bit. We're going to be reviewing The Ghost and Mr. Chicken starring Don Knotts. I've heard some things about this movie. Looking forward to it. We'll be available to review it and discuss rather that episode will be available next week. Listen to our discussion and review of the film. And if you haven't had the opportunity to do so, hit the subscribe button. Also, please be sure to join the Patreon of Flesh Wound Features as there is a vote taking place for the episode that will release on the night of Halloween for Flesh Wound Farce. Do we have options available, Todd, or, or is it like? Well, you got to, uh, you got to check uh, the the pay, your uh, inbox on Patreon. My inbox? No, not yours. They do. Okay, but can you just tell me? <laughs> not on air. Oh. <laughs> I swear, if it's lost skeleton, lost skeleton, I I will promise you right now. Is it lost no, skeleton? What, is what no was that skeleton. stupid thing called? That's part of a bet, so skeleton. we can't have it be a part of a patreon yes that's like that's, i, I will say i will say i feel a lot better about the bet ladies and gentlemen those that are unaware greg and i have placed a bet based on the week 17 matchup of the san francisco 49ers and the las vegas raiders uh by the way one of these teams lost today and one of those teams did not but moving on no i mean no i mean listen facts are facts one How of those teams have... lost. One of those teams didn't. Facts. One of those teams has more wins Wait, I... overall. Listen, no, listen. But did they? One of these teams Aussie? did not lose to the Falcons today. I'm yeah. just listing. No. I'm stating a, a fact. It was a horrible. I'm stating game. a fact. Listen, if if you don't want to face the truth, that's up I, to you. I do. But anyway, I do face the truth. As as I was saying, Raiders suck. <laughs> one of these teams lost today. One of these teams did not. Now. If the San Francisco 49ers win, we have to watch Lost Skeleton of Cadavra 2. And I'm going to punch somebody in the face. So That's not so, part of the bet about punching somebody in the face. It's just going to be a s- strong desire to do so. I can't even remember what happens if I what I get if the Raiders win. Like that just that that the thought of watching the sequel to that piece of garbage makes me so mad. I can't even remember what else to say. What was the bet? Do we even remember? Do I need to go back to the episode to find out? I don't think you ever said anything because you know you were going to lose it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the case. You just kind of resigned to it. This is ridiculous. I'm going to go back and we're going to find there was something. Something had to be whatever. Because I remember it was a quick agreement. And I was like, that didn't mean anything for Greg. So I'm going to have to go back and find out what that. Yeah, I think you was. said I'd wear Raiders something. Oh, yeah, something like that. You had to wear a Raiders jersey or something. Yeah, that sounds accurate. I couldn't think of anything because nothing upsets Greg. 
Like, well, unless unless you're the San Francisco 49ers losing to the Atlanta Falcons. That, but I mean, that anything, you know, that Greg would place a bet on, he can't be upset about. That I've tried several, several years and times. It just yeah. doesn't happen. Yeah. But yeah. when the San Francisco 49ers lose to the Marcus Mariota led Atlanta Falcons, yeah. That's a, are we still in the air? <laughs> I apologize, ladies and gentlemen. I just needed to get those extra digs in to Greg because of the You're one in three, of You're one in three. <laughs> that have been shoveled into my. Hey, listen, one of these teams lost. One of these teams did not. And it was the San Francisco 49ers that lost to the Atlanta Falcons. The Las Vegas Raiders did not lose to anybody today. You can't do that. You know why? Because the Raiders didn't lose today. That's all. All right. I'm in a good mood. You can't ruin that, Todd. So I'm going to leave on a good note. That is Flesh Wound Features producer Todd and world famous juggler Greg Larson. I'm Ozzy V. See you next week right here on Flesh Wound Farce. Kickers rule. Kickers rule.